Ted becomes a case study. You know, his testimonials go on your website, they go on your email funnel. He becomes a success story that you feature on your blog. And it all just kind of hopefully spirals into, you know, getting larger and larger and more authority and trust. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with Dave Schneider. Now, uh, I met Dave via uh, a cold email that I sent via a very nifty piece of software, actually, that uh, it makes it basically the software. It's called quickmail.io. It's uh, worth giving a shout out because Jeremy, the guy who, who set this thing up, is a great guy. And uh, he's, he's built this really nifty piece of software. It logs in a Gmail for you and sends the emails out to whoever you want it to send to. You can throw up a database there. So anyway, I end up contacting people who are, you know, who are using different pieces of software. That's how I ended up getting uh, talking to Dave. Dave was using Aweber. Dave gets an email from me about uh, you know, trying to get, uh, basically find out if Aweber is working well. <laughs> And uh, Dave hits me back and says, hey, man, I, like, you know, we're in the D.C. That's a community we're both in. Uh, can we do a podcast? You know, I've been using a bunch of cold email to uh, – he's been using some cold email to build out his uh, new uh, software, uh, CRM, that he's been building. So uh, we decided to make a podcast out of sort of what they've done, how, you know, what their process is for bringing people on and, and how, they've, uh, how they've approached this you know, outreach or cold email problem. So we'll get into the nitty-gritty in just a moment. Dave, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. So before we get into the nitty-gritty how-to stuff, can you give the listener a bit of a background on who you are and what you do? Yeah, definitely. And I'll try to keep it as short as possible because I'm, I'm condensing a few years here into a few minutes. But essentially, you know, my name's Dave Schneider. I'm located in Boston, Massachusetts. And I guess how I got started with sort of online entrepreneurship is you know, after graduating college, I went the route that you know many people do, which is I got a sort of corporate uh, cube dwelling type of job as a business analyst. And I worked that you know for two years, but found it kind of unfulfilling. I didn't really enjoy working you know for other people. And I felt like the, you know, the amount of learning that kind of went on really, really kept out pretty early and I wanted to do some traveling. Uh, so I went backpacking around the world with my girlfriend, went to 40 countries over two years and we started kind of working online during this time as a way to earn money. And this is when I got involved in the DC, as you mentioned, which is kind of a community for digital nomads and, you know, started doing some digital marketing, some SEO, um, some freelance business and, you know, eventually got to the point where I was able to pay my way. And then, uh, you know, now I, I've built this, uh, you know, SaaS uh, product uh, as of last year called Ninja Outreach, which it's kind of my, my core project right now. I'm trying to get it out. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. So let's talk about that. Tell me about Ninja Outreach. Yeah, sure. So Ninja Outreach is a blogger outreach software. So essentially, you know, let's say you know you're you're a brand, or John. I mean, you do outreach, right? I mean, you did outreach to me. Maybe you're looking for influencers who are you know experimenting with email marketing. Maybe they, they use a Weber or they're they're writing about it. Uh, but you you know have issues finding them because it can be you know difficult to find them in the sea of Google. You know, you can use our software to type in you know different keywords around you know email marketing strategies, and it will pull up a list of bloggers and influencers uh, contact information first name, you know, social and SEO data to kind of give you a means of evaluating really how strong of a candidate they are. And then you can uh, outreach to them through email. So, you know, cold direct email, and we're going to start to try to build in some social stuff as well. And you can also uh, just export the list, you know, as a way of kind of like mining the data and export it and bring it into another tool. Just a nice bit of sort of, sort of combination of prospecting and outreach into a CRM. 
Very cool, man. I like it. I'm, I'm on the sales page right now. And what's interesting about this is you've got a software that uh, that you know. So it finds like it sounds like you. It's basically you know you find influencers and you rank them according to some of the social signals. So you know who's you know who's important, who's worth reaching out to, and who's not. Um, and what's interesting here is that it sounds like what the software does. You've you've used the software to build the custom base for the software. Absolutely. That's one of the, kind of the neat things I guess about the product. It's you know it's kind of like a it's a blocker outreach and a lead generation tool, and we've been using it ourselves as a means to kind of get ourselves out there because we're a startup. We're looking to get promotion, and you know we believe in the strategies that that we teach. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, how have you done it? What's um how how long have you been around for? So the product actually just launched in January earlier this year. So we've just been live for three months, and things are sort of going well. We, you know, we have a, a couple dozen customers, and we're just we're building. Uh, but you know, it's just a much longer backstory of development, uh, which started in June of last year, and that was when you know I partnered with uh, two other guys who were also online entrepreneurs, and you know we were looking at the market, and we felt that there was a need for sort of a prospecting and outreach, you know, product at, at kind of a reasonable price point that was something below you know several thousand dollars, you know. A year, which is just not necessarily affordable for a lot of you know small businesses and startups and things like that, and uh, you know so we started kind of putting together you know the product. Uh, but at the same time, you know while we're building, development takes a lot of time. You know it took us you know five months just to get a beta product out there. You know so we wanted to kind of hit marketing you know as hard as we could uh, during that time to to start to get out there uh, as well, so that we would have you know a beta test uh, of of people kind of ready because you know when you're nobody and you launch this product and then you know, well, well, then there's nobody really to test it, right? So, you know, as I'm a more I'm a marketer. I'm not a, a developer or a tech guy, really. So it's sort of my job to find out, you know, how am I going to get, you know, people to kind of get on board to give this thing a shot, you know? And I, I, I had some you know, benefits from, you know, being able to use the software a little bit, obviously. But there was also a time when the software wasn't really developed. And, uh, you know, I, I had to just go back to the old school methods of how do I, you know, identify my, my influencers and my target market? How do I find their email? address and contact information how do I send them a template that's going to convert so you've developed you know quite a lot of different strategies and recommendations around that which you know obviously happen to go into more detail uh, you know it, when, when you're ready <laughs> yeah I mean let's do it let's let's talk about it because when I'm like like for me for example I've been reaching out to people using different types of software whether it's aweber or infusionsoft or, or marketo the different platforms that people are on with the you know the idea that if they're using that they probably need someone to help them set it up properly and you know and do the email marketing like you know come up with a strategy and create the campaigns all that sort of stuff and so how have you I mean what have you what have you learned in this process of reaching out to influencers and and you know what's working and what's not working yeah absolutely and I got you and I remember you know you sent me that email and you said, hey, look, how's Aweber working for you? Um, you know, uh, you probably spend a lot of money on it, which which I am. It's an expensive software. And, you know, I, I wrote this article about, you know, some mistakes people are making with Aweber. Are you interested in checking it out? And I thought that was such a great email because I, I do use Aweber. You know, it was, it's like I saw it and I, I said, yeah, I, you know, I do use Aweber. This isn't just like some some normal standard cold email, like this guy's sort of done the research. And, and I think that's what a lot of people, you know, don't always understand when it comes to cold email. And every Everybody's looking about the templates, and you know how can I kind of increase you know the response rate and the open rate and all those types of things uh, with kind of the, the copywriting and the messaging. And while I think there's a lot of benefit there, obviously you know we've all seen kind of just the awful copywriting where somebody writes four paragraphs and you're just like you're going right into the spam trash immediately. You know, but really the first step is how you identify the people and how do you find somebody that's you know really a good candidate because the, probably the best way to improve your results is to just improve your targeting. 
So, you know, in the sort of the same example of how you went, you know, and you found me I, that I was, you know, working with A. Weber, uh, you know, maybe you saw that, you know, on my blog, I had been writing about it. You know, you can leverage those same type of strategies. So, you know, if you're, you're I'm targeting people who are using A. Weber, you know, let me go and just simply I can go on Google and, you know, who's writing about A. Weber? Who's got an article, you know, about that? Um, and I can kind of go into that blog and, and start to kind of, you know, get the idea. Okay, this guy is probably a user of A. Weber. Maybe he's got it, you know, as one of his listed resources on you know, a resource page, we wrote an article about it. And then you know, from, from that one data point, you start to kind of extrapolate out to you know, what are the other people that could possibly be involved you know, with AWeber. So for example, who commented on that article? You know, who, who, you because know, you have to kind of be um, you know, engaged enough and interested enough to want to say something, right? Not just everybody leaves a comment. So you know, somebody must have came over, sorry, Weber, and said, oh, well, I use AWeber too, and this is what I think. So now you've got commenters. And now what about people that maybe shared that post, you know? So uh, can I go and can I look up, you know, in, in the sort of the Twitter history and see you know, who shared that post? Uh, those people are probably somewhat interested in AWeber as well. What about people who linked to that post? Um, you know, they, they obviously read that article, thought it was quality, and, you know, probably uh, are using AWeber as well because they thought, well, I can relate to what this guy's saying because I use it too. Uh, so now I'm going to link to it. Um, and then so you, you start to kind of build out this whole list of, of different people that could be involved, all from this one data point. That's just from one article, right? And now just imagine that you have dozens of articles about the topic and all of a sudden that become hundreds and even thousands of names. Um, and it kind of scales like that. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And then what happens? So let's say, let's pick something different. I mean, AWeber, so that's, that's a, that was something I was doing. Let's pick something new. Um, like, let's say I'm selling a, let's say I'm a skinny guy. Why? Well, like I'm a skinny guy, <laughs> like, I'm a skinny guy who's ripped like who's gained muscle and got jacked and everything. I've been using this example. This is the third time I've used ex this example today. Um, mm -hmm. It's an easy go-to example. But what if, what if, let's say I'm that guy and I've got a blog and I'm trying to build my you know, readership. I'm trying to get traffic to my site. How would I go, you know, if maybe I've got a product that teaches skinny guys how to get, you know, gain muscle and get ripped. How would I go about it? Right. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we're talking about this, you know, how do we get traffic to a website? And it's, you know, could be a massive, you know, discussion here. But the method that we kind of, you know, talk about is, you know, influencer outreach, which is that probably the biggest shortcut to kind of getting traffic is somewhat piggybacking off people who have already kind of gotten that audience, you know, before. So, you know, in addition to sort of, you know, the methods that I kind of just mentioned where you can say, hey, look, let me look about other influencers in my niche who are writing about topics such as, you know, how to kind of uh, maybe put on some weight uh, and, well, to, to bulk up or just how to kind of get ripped. Um, you know, can I also see the, the audience that is engaging with him and start reaching out to them? And for example, you know, what you did with AWeber where you said, hey, look, I got this great article. Are you interested in, you know, checking it out? Uh, he could do the same thing with, you know, an article that he wrote or product, you know, that he's got and say, hey, look, are you interested in checking it out? Are you interested in sharing it? Um, I get those types of emails, you know, pretty, you know, pretty frequently. And, uh, you know, if the person is kind of polite about it, I like uh, a one little you know, small trick or whatever I saw you do and I've seen other people do it. And it's, you know, you don't lead with a sort of, you know, a link and say, look, he, here it is, right? You ask permission, say, hey, are you interested in checking this out? If you, if you say yes, I'll send it over. And it's that little small commitment that kind of just psychologically makes them, you know, they can make a small commitment and then they can make a, a slightly larger commitment to actually check out the article, maybe share it. So, you know, that's sort of, you know, what we kind of uh, uh, do at Ninja Outreach. And what, you know, what we're, we're trying to do is we're trying to build out the software that kind of, you know, really 
really automates this process you know a lot quicker where you can kind of get all of these you know different influencers and articles and contact information based on the keywords that you're looking for but there's obviously a manual way that came before this right right okay so i mean how have you what have, what have you been doing so i mean i think this makes a great case study you're building a software that helps bloggers or helps anyone really reach out to influencers so how have you been either using the software already to do it or how have you been building the audience so far to get people to the site Right. So I think, you know, the first the first sort of monumental task that we had before we were, you know, anybody and anybody knew us uh, was was really to get beta testers. That was kind of the first goal that we had. Uh, so, you know, we implemented the methods that I talked about, which is, you know, we're going to find the influencers who are talking about blogger outreach and social media. And we're going to try to get all the people that are engaging with their articles through commenting and linking and sharing. And what we built up was our large list of sort of, you know, what we considered to be uh, a target market that we knew we could get in, in touch with. And now it becomes about, you know, uh, how am I going to? Firstly, I've got to get their contact information, uh, and there's you know really just a ton of ways to kind of you know go about that. But you know some of my favorites uh, that that I'll mention are you know one is to actually sign up for their newsletter uh, if they have a website, uh, because what you're going to get is you're usually going to get an email follow-up series, and that's going to have their email address right there, and you can literally start the dialogue you know right then and there. Um, I read this method on on Video Fruit, which is Brian Harris's blog, and I think it's really nice because you know if you're going to pay attention to anyone, John. It's probably somebody who's subscribing to your newsletter, right? Like that's all. Right. This is you know a valuable audience, you know, member for you. So you know, in, in, in almost this, you can almost say like you really started that conversation, not them, right? Because you're the one who emailed them. So now they're kind of replying to you instead of it's really not cold at email outreach anymore, is it? So I really like that that method as kind of um, you know just kind of getting the dialogue going. Um, and, and it's not really any sort of uh, you know difficult research that needs to be done. Most people try to make it pretty easy to sign up for their newsletter. Letter. But there's also really a ton of uh, of other uh, you know neat little uh, tricks and tips, which is obviously you know looking on the contact information or uh, you know engaging with people on sort of a, a parallel platform such as Twitter and being like you know hey uh, hey John I, you know, I I read that that great post that you wrote about you know uh, about a Weber uh, I'd like to send you some follow up questions can I get your email that might not now that might not have all fit in the 140 characters or whatever but you can you can make the edits right um, you know so you you start to kind of go that route. And engage with them and, and get their email. So we did a lot of, you know, so that that was one of our main things. We did a lot of Twitter outreach because it's a lot, um, it's a lot easier to get Twitter handles than say email addresses. For example, like one great tool, you know, that we've used is Follower Wonk. Uh, we've used that to a lot of success. Where you can, you know, this is a Moz tool, it's, you know, followerwonk.com. You can head over there and you can put in a keyword. You know, for us, it might have been digital marketing agency, and they'll literally pump you with, you know, tens of thousands of Twitter handles um, within minutes, uh, and you can kind of. Export it, um, so that's a nice way, obviously, to kind of you know get uh, another piece of contact information, and you'll find that some people are you know even more active on these platforms than they are in email because there's just less noise that way. Mm. So those couple of the ways that we went about you know really trying to uh, you know find the contact information, and now it you know really comes down to the pitch. You know this is and this is kind of like your your moment in the sun here to to uh, you know show that uh, you're 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 worth uh, your weight here in salt, and I I really enjoyed that. Podcast that you did with Raw Williams about cold email, and I thought he nailed a lot of the strategies. So I'll, I'll try not to go over them uh, again and reiterate them, except to say that you know that's a good podcast uh, episode to listen to. Yeah. You know, but it's really about. I think you know some of the real key takeaways there, which is you know what we did ourselves was uh, how do you make it about them? You know, how do you make it about 
um, uh, you know, what, what's the value that you can add for them instead of, hey, look, I'm, you know, I'm Dave and I write here and I'm developing this software and, and we need, you know, beta testers. But, hey, are, you know, are you using BuzzStream, which, you know, for us is kind of like a competitor, you know, are, are you using BuzzStream? How are you finding it? Are, you know, is there anything that you don't like about it or do? And, we, you know, we'd love to get on a call and, you know, understand if there's any way that we can add value with the software that we build and, you know, let them know that, you know, the development, the, sort of the insight that they would provide early on. Uh, would actually be used to make development decisions on the software, you know, understanding what features they wanted, prioritize how they wanted the UI, UX to look, uh, and just kind of show, yeah, there, there would be value to the conversation that we're trying to kind of pull you into. So, you know, for us, the call to action was really trying to get people on the phone, you know, to do customer development. Uh, and then eventually, you know, and we felt like if we could get them on the phone, then, you know, they would, uh, you know, they would be down to, to, to be a beta tester, right? Because they'd already gone that far. Why not go this extra step of actually seeing what came out of it and you know, essentially you know we did that over you know several months and uh, you know we were able to get uh, you know over 400 people to kind of beta test the software you know with really out with really without really a brand name or, or, or anything or a large you know side audience to pull from so I thought it you know it was a good good case study very cool I like that I like that so What's going on here is I, I just think this is such a cool case study because you've got this software that's designed for people to reach out to you know the, to reach out to influencers and then that's by the sounds of it that's exactly the strategy you're following to build the business in the first place. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and that was just, you know, sort of how we went about getting beta. But now that we're kind of we're out and we're live, we're essentially, you know, reusing those strategies because they're, you know, they're, they're, they're the same sort of business principles and, and outreach strategies that have sort of always, you know, worked to just how can we just now get sort of uh, more press and mentions and things like that. So we do a lot of guest post outreach. We do a lot of product, you know, reviews, um, looking for people who can be affiliates. You know, it's, it's all it's sort of outreach with a different flavor, but it all comes back to, you know, how do I identify you know the proper target market for this type of thing, and how do I you know get their contact information, and then kind of craft a really well designed pitch to convince this person that you know this is going to add value to them, and you just make the the subtle tweaks to say, well, this is for affiliates, this is for guest posting, this is for product reviews, and now obviously we have our tool to benefit from, where you know we can put in websites, and it will get us you know a lot of the information that we need, such as their contact information, and it tells us if they do guest post and product reviews and things like that. But it doesn't change the fact that you still got a close deal and that sort of a thing. So that's really really what we've been doing the last few months to, to grow and try to put our money where our mouth is. Okay. Have you been getting on the phone with people or are you just like when it comes to closing these customers, they're not the beta testers, the actual customers, are you getting on the phone with them or are you just pushing them to a sales page? Well, you know, we do a little bit of both. I mean, the majority of it is, is sort of pushing people to a sales page because, you know, at least in our minds, we have, you know, we have a large market of digital marketers and we're trying to look for marketing methods that will scale very well. So, you know, if we can get out there with guest posts and product reviews and podcast uh, appearances, then, you know, we can reach a larger audience and they can come over to the website and, you know, maybe they'll sign up for our email list or they'll make a purchase or things like that. You know, I don't do a lot of cold email, for example, uh, cold uh, phone, phone sales. Um, because it's just a little bit too much, uh, you know, it's a bit too cold sometimes. Um, but, you know, but we do obviously, you know, get on the phone with anybody who, you know, uh, is interested in, in really chatting with us about the software uh, we use in our funnels, you know, when we're doing, we have free trial signups and, and, and uh, obviously uh, buyers. And we always put in our funnel in the signature, hey, schedule a call with us here. We're happy to kind of sit with you because we just feel that it, you know, really adds a lot of personality to the brand. It really helps us kind of uh, improve the, the conversions. Uh, on the down end of the funnel when we can kind of get someone on the phone and walk them through their problems. Yeah, very cool. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. So what's the, uh, I mean, what's the, 
based on what you've learned so far, the interesting part is thinking like, all right, well, what's next? Because now you've got the software and now you've got the, you know, you've got some momentum. Are you going to keep following a strategy like this or are you going to go, you know, try something else? Yeah, so I think you know we we have a couple different ideas about really how we want to uh, kind of try to try to grow the audience, uh, and, and I in 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 every one of them has outreach really as a component because I've just found that it's really uh, it's pretty impossible to sort of kind of get out there without some degree of outreach. Um, but you know what we're looking to do is is kind of scale up the really the the interaction with uh, each person uh, and each influencer in what we can kind of bring to their audience. So for example, you know in the past we had been doing things like guest posts and product reviews and those are very nice and they, they do okay but you know what I'd really love to do is say you know do a webinar or something like that where we can kind of you know get in front of their audience maybe for you know 30 minutes or so and kind of show off you know what we're working on try to show the value of what it is and, and really have some time to kind of you know sit sit with people talk with them answer their questions live and kind of saturate it and you know a lot of with People talk about kind of email funnels, uh, and it's, it's always about sort of kind of getting you know the the buyer to kind of uh, the potential prospect to to buy you know at the end of the funnel. And one one sort of uh, I guess um, a variation on that is what I think of as kind of the relationship funnel, which is how can I get the influencer to kind of allow me sort of more and more leeway to work with them and their audience. So you know what we talk about is you know we have almost kind of like our own relationship funnel idea that that. We've built out where you know the first step is you know things I mentioned earlier, which is we're going to subscribe to their newsletter, we're going to engage in dialogue, we're going to comment on their posts, we're going to follow them on social media, we're going to tweet their stuff, and we're going to kind of let them know that we're following them, we're listening to them, we're supporting them, we're like a cheerleader on the side, and that allows us to kind of get over the hump of you know maybe then we can you know uh, you know do something like a guest post and a product review. Um, uh, and kind of get an initial traction with their audience, and you know, from that, they've sort of made this commitment that they're, you know, they're interested in working with us, and they've seen the quality of what we put out, and you know, then we want to continue to sort of add value to them. So we're looking to start like a podcast, and then you know, invite them on on the show, and say, hey, look, you, you know, featured us to your audience. Now we're going to try to do the same, you know, for you uh, by bringing you on this podcast. And then the final step would be to do something like the webinar because we feel like you know that's something that's going to you know convert a lot more, um, you know, so. It's Say hey, look, we you know we just we did all this cheerleading for you. Now we did a guest post on your website. Then we had you on a podcast. What do you say about a webinar? And you just kind of build and strengthen that relationship along the way, and it becomes like its own funnel. Yeah, it just keeps on going and going and going. It's it's what I found you know, in the in my experience with my business is with these funnels that you set up. Is over time they just they almost take on a life of their own. Where you start off with you know some something, you set up some emails, set up a webinar, set up something. And over time, you just get more insight. People reply to your emails. They stay, maybe they get on the phone with you, and you get more and more. You just pick up more and more ideas. And if you're asking people to reply to your emails, you do create this ongoing dialogue where instead of you just being a, a very static list that's just getting blasted out to, you know, millions of people or thousands of people, whatever it is, you're you become this. You're a person to them. People are so open to that, and they're so turned on by that. I find when they know that they can email you and that they can have that dialogue with you, they they love it. Absolutely, man. I get that type of stuff all the time when somebody, somebody, it's almost like people don't expect it sometimes. They're like, wow, like you replied to my email, like you're a real person, you know, you came here with, you know, real personalized and a customized response. And there's, you know, even a little picture of you and your Gmail and that sort of thing. And it, sometimes it makes me think like, well, what is everybody else doing? But, you know, when you're, you know, we're obviously a startup, we're just trying to kind of gain, gain traction against, you know, other, other uh, software that's been around for longer years. And, you know, one of our sort of our competitive advantages is that we can be personal with people. 
people. We can, you know, get on the phone one on one and say, hey, look, how can I help, you know, Ted today, and yeah. uh, and and that sort of thing. And then when you start to kind of build those relationships and you build, you know, that 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 data, you can then kind of almost rehash it a little bit where, you know, Ted becomes a case study, you know, his testimonials go on your website, they go in your email funnel, he becomes a success story that you feature on your blog. And it all just kind of hopefully spirals into, you know, getting larger and larger and more authority and trust. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think you're on the right path, man. I think this is gonna be a good piece of software. So we're, uh, we're coming up to time here. But before we go, if people want to learn more about Ninja Outreach, uh, what's the, you know, what's the deal? Where should they go? And why should they go and do it? Absolutely. So, I mean, obviously, we recommend people to check out ninjaoutreach.com. We have a nice blog that, uh, you know, really, we, t- we try to talk about the journey of, of the startup and, and kind of what we're trying to do with marketing. And, and then we, we even have, you know, monthly income reports and things like that. So, we get in kind of the behind the scenes details that I think are, you know, pretty, you know, kind of juicy. And now uh, you don't get those everywhere else. Um, and of course, you can always email me, Dave at ninjaoutreach.com. I respond to every email and I check my spam too. So, I'm pretty guaranteed to, to reply with something, you know, hopefully valuable. Perfect, perfect. All right, Dave. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you, John. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.